Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bikini and the Brain. I am here with the single vision, Ashley Caltwell, sir, in the house. And we're matching. We're matching. Nebbia. Shout out, Nebbia. Shout out to Nebbia. Thank you guys for sponsoring the podcasts. We appreciate it. And um, awesome, awesome clothes. So, Ashley, what's going on in your world today? Well, I can see single for the first time in years. As of last week, yes. I got my eye surgery finally. So I'm in recovery, taking it easy. This is the first day I feel somewhat normal, but man, I felt like I got hit by a bus last week. (laughs) And I I texted you right after my surgery, probably like a few hours. I'm like, oh, this is this is fine. I got this. This is gonna be this is gonna be a breeze. And then I think that pain medicine wore off, and I was like, oh (laughs) felt like a vicious headache but i'm i'm good now and i'm glad i got it over with and just been pretty lazy i'm really happy you got it done too you're yeah Uh, it's gonna make everything just better and i don't know that you've 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 been a trooper you never complain about you never want any pity but i know it's tough to do certain things like running and cardio when you're seeing double so it's just makes it's gonna make things a little better i think i'm excited for it so i'm Mm -hmm. just happy that you did it you know yeah and uh you got a boo-boo too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got a boo-boo. I got a pretty good boo-boo. I don't got a boo-boo. I got a boo-boo. Ashley told me to stop doing it. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're just like, it's so dangerous. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. So I tore my bicep and I will be in the, the surgery uh, room with Ashley too. Oh. Uh, right now, if you can see it, it's like all blue. Yeah. You can see it, I guess on the oh, camera. It matches your outfit. Yeah. It matches. It does match. Tones. I went with the green, but uh, yeah. So this uh, detached, I think they call it a, a, a I've it's D-I-S-T-A. I thought it was distal tendon tear or distal tendon tear. But um, yeah, it's unfortunate. And uh, it's, a, it's a somewhat like a six-week casting, eight-week casting, 12-week total recovery. Oh, crap. Wait. So you, you don't know when you're getting the surgery yet. No. I, oh, my goodness. It still Are works. You... It still is fine. Function fine. Well, so, yeah. depending on your recovery, I hope you can make it to the Arnold because I'm sure a lot of people would like to see yeah, I want to. I definitely want to go. And that we'll doesn't see. affect it. I'm sure it depends on when you can get your surgery and what the doctor says and flying and all that. Yeah, but. yeah, we'll find out more this week if when we go or maybe next week tops. But I got our MRI and all that, and so, um, so yeah, we'll we shall we shall see. But um, it was just this, yeah, something super. Yeah, you know, it can happen. Anything can happen one day. You know, I thrown a thousand punches, and this one I, I threw it and hit the guy, and he blocked it right, and. He did, I will say he did a really good job blocking. Yes, he, <laughs> he, sure did. he, he changed the tides of the of the match when he blocked it. That was a great, that was the best block he ever had. So, so what does your boxing career look like now? Oh, I never. I would. I would. You know, we'll see how stupid I am. <laughs> we um, we're trying to convince Adam to yeah. uh, stick with chess. Yeah, is it a nice safe sport? Well, chess. I will say this: bodybuilding injury free. Bodybuilding has always been my my number one thing that I've always loved. And if this, if anything ever takes away from that, I won't like that's always a priority. And this is was the injuries that I constantly get do take away from that. And this one's like scary because it's like deformed my bicep for a while. Yeah. That's luckily it's just a minor surgery to get it fixed, but it's still uh they even said like you can't you can't do anything. Um like I can't I could I don't even know if I could throw punches for like five months. I know they said four months before I start exercising. So I don't know if I don't know when I would even be able to do that again. So I don't know. I don't know. See if I'm still motivated to do it after yeah, six let's months of see downtime. how you feel. Let's not rush anything. Yeah, and you too. You gotta yeah, we're broken. What this happened? is a broken podcast. We're we're, uh, we're in sync. <laughs> Universe is hard in sync. You know, but hey, I would say if this is the only thing that's wrong with me, and if that's the only thing that's wrong with you health wise, we're doing good. Yes. Yeah. There's people out there that have like ongoing health issues. But we're pretty healthy people. Yeah, if we're, so we're that's something to be grateful. There's for. some countries where the guys, they're you know, sand sand mines and all these things where they're digging sand, they tear their bike. They got to go to work the next day. They can't feed their family. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, there's the same scenarios where those guys or girls are they can't they're seeing double and they'll never not be able to see. Yeah, single. You know what I mean? Because they just don't even know that's available they to them. Just put a sock on their eye for an eye patch. See single. You know what I mean? Goodness. Yeah. So like we're lucky, blessed, and I'm, I'll never take that for granted. So yes. yeah, I can lucky, just, lucky. Yeah, I you know I, for me I can uh, I can get the surgery. I can afford the surgery. You know it's great. It's a great life. You know a little bit of casting, whatever. Mm-hmm. Be fine. We got so, this. We got it. No problem. But we I'll, got this. But I'm very I am very excited about this season with um with you being able to do that, not having that. I don't. You know what's weird is I don't know. We won't know how much of a 
um, of a factor that'll be too. Like, I know you, you, you're so that's your baseline. You're used to it. Like, what yeah. if things are just easier? Like, cardio is easier. What if you're I'm probably the presentation's and, a little more easier. But that's the yeah. thing that I'm probably going to notice the most. Um, but yeah, it is nice. I mean, obviously, I haven't really tested my eye out much because I don't want to like, I don't want to push the limits. But I see single, which is is really cool. And I was telling Adam too, is like, my head has been hurting the last um, week. Like, I've been getting headaches, almost like I took like a really long exam or something, and. I think it's because like my brain is trying to adapt to the new images it's seeing because it's used to seeing double for years. And now that it sees single, it's like straining. Kind of like if you were to wear someone else's eyeglasses with a prescription that's not yours, it would make your head like hurt. Like, oh my God, that's kind of think what I'm experiencing. So I've been extremely fatigued, which you wouldn't think correlates with just like a little eye surgery, but man, I have just been useless this past week, just like laying around being a lazy bum, not exercising or anything, just trying to recover. But I feel a little better today. So I think we're on the right track now. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never really thought about the process of going from seeing double for a few years to seeing single, how your brain would have to re I mean, what's going on? Like all the processes to get us to see anything is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know what's happening in there. Yeah. It's like that, my but... brain is like working in a different way. It's trying to learn how to see. But yeah, even like I'm wondering if it's going to change the way like I walk too, because when I walk, I actually look down because when I look down, that's the only time I didn't see double is looking down. Even like talking to people, I wouldn't make eye contact a lot because every time I'd look up, I'd see double. So I'd like glance at someone and I look down glance they probably think I'm just really unconfident in myself <laughs> or, or shy but it's like no I'm just trying to see single I remember like even going to like um an athlete check-in scenario I think it was when I did uh Toronto like a few years ago and um I'm looking down because it's easier on my eyes like I just said I'm not seeing double when I look down and we were doing the athlete meeting and then this guy was calling our numbers and our uh, that correlates their name to go to go get our little goodie bag and numbers and, and check us off the list and then he's like ashley wake up wake up you're next and i'm like i'm awake i'm just looking down I'm like i'm, I'm not i'm not sleeping but it looks like you're sleeping yeah. in your chair when you look down it's just easier on my head yeah it's like no i'm just just looking down yeah and especially it's embarrassing when you have like these lights too or like any lights and you have your big eyelashes it like casts a shadow because you're like this so it does look like your eyes are closed and they're not yeah sometimes. yeah yeah so I've, I've seen a few of those ashley doesn't look interested or whatever and i'm like no she's she tells you what she's doing she's closing yeah, her eyes i'm just, I'm just uh relaxing my eyeballs but yeah so i'm excited to get this year started just like you said it's going to be a very long and exciting year yeah. and i can already tell it's going to be the busiest year right yeah. i've been getting offers to travel a lot to go overseas for expos a lot of seminars already on the schedule it's yeah. crazy like i'm just like oh my gosh how am i going to do all this and compete um because, gosh, as you guys know, my goal is to get to 50 wins. And in order to do that, I'm going to have to compete a bunch. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do all this in one year? But I think after Olympia will be much easier because it'll be that weight lifted off my shoulders. And I can uh, compete after Olympia, too, because it's earlier in the year. It's uh, October, yeah. right? October. Yeah. Or early October. Early October. Yeah. Yeah. So after Olympia, I can just go crazy with the competitions because there's a lot of shows after Olympia and um, there's, I feel like there's less to lose after Olympia because it's like, okay, the hard part's over now. Just have fun. Yeah. yeah. The cool thing is considering the surgeries we'll both have, what a good timing, what good timing for it. Usually there's the terrible timing, right? Usually mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I can't, not now, right in the middle of the season. But like both of us is like, perfect. I'll be in a cast, whatever. You're going to be healed, recovered. We're good to go the rest of the year. Like that's perfect timing. You know? Well, one might argue it's horrible timing for me because of the Arnold, but oh yeah, you know it is what it is. I have to get it at some point. So yeah. you know I'm good with Olympia. I I feel I did well. I'll leave off on that note for a while. And right now, even though I've not been working out or doing much, I feel like I'm just recharging my battery. If that makes sense. So although I'm not making gains while I'm literally sitting at home recovering from this eye surgery, I'm recharging my battery because. When I have to start prep, I got to be at 100%. I have to be green, yeah. right? Right now, I'm kind of like, 
Maybe still in the yellow a little bit. Yeah. So I got to get to green. It's blinking. It's blinking with two dots <laughs> on your battery. <laughs> yes. You do drain that battery. You do You do drain that battery. That's I for sure. sure. Do. You sure, sure do. do. I need to be on a full charge before I start this prep. So yeah. if everything goes according to plan, I would like to start prep in February and hopefully get on stage, you know, maybe like late spring, summer, worst case scenario. But if I'm good to go, and I'm I'm recovered and I feel strong enough. I'll start my prep on February in February. You know what I will say too for all the everyone listening to like you know when these things happen, you know they're unavoidable. For you just you just never know if they're going to happen. What's going to happen? It's just life, you know, in general. Um, the good thing is you're actually today. She checked in. I didn't even have to ask her for it. She just wants to keep herself accountable. She wants to mm -hmm. get data, and that's what's important. I think with um, everyone out there is yeah things are going to go bad. You're going to go off your meal plan. Things are going to come up. You're going to have an injury. Whatever still staying on track. I'm still going to the gym doing what I can. I can do, I'm doing my abs and I'm doing cardio and I'm doing legs, you know, mm -hmm. like do what you can and make it the best situation you can. And you learn a lot about yourself too in that, you know, like, what are you really made of? Is this really that important to you? Or do you just say, Oh, I, I haven't, uh, I hurt my eye and I'm just throwing everything out the window. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm for a, two months. I'm not going to get back into it. Ashley's like, no, I'm already checking in. I'm already making plans. I'm like, okay, what can I do right now? And what can I get away with right now? And it's like, okay, I could do some shoulder work with machines and yeah. I can do, um, you know, some legs and abs and cardio. I'm not going to have to get fat because I'm unable to do these things, you know, exactly. so everything else. So you shouldn't use those, those, um, setbacks as excuses. Cause you know, whether we'd like to admit it or not, there is going to be a point where something's going to set you back a little bit, whether it be an injury, a surgery, maybe you get sick for a few weeks, you know? anything can happen. We can't expect everything to be just all perfect hundred percent through your, your year. Right. So taking time to improve on other things, I think can be very helpful. And I definitely plan on doing that when I can. I was just, I've, like I said, I've been so exhausted, but I, luckily I'm feeling better now. So I'll start to slowly ease into it eventually. And I need to get my steps up too because I've been sitting at home doing like, I barely stepped outside. Yeah. Well, you're not barely. supposed to yet. So no. that always doctor first though. Always yes, listen of, doctor. Course, of course. I was telling her a story. I hurt my, I had a surgery once and I put myself, I, I started bleeding because I went to the gym too early. So all you, please don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> yes. You especially, you to just take your time, get into it because a lot of blood vessels and stuff. It was my nose and um, I was bleeding really, really bad. And I actually had to like, prolonged my recovery because I ended up having to go to the hospital because I was bleeding so much because I went to the gym too early, did leg press, all these isolation exercises, thinking that would be okay. Nope, not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. So yeah, so, but I am happy that you're checking in, getting data, mm -hmm. seeing where you're at and already, you know, making a game plan for the next. For you the know next what time. I can do though? And I plan on doing it on Thursday. I want to post. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's always something you can I want to meet on, up yeah? with Kimber and a few others and we're going to post together. Well, that's exciting. So I'm going to be posing with new eyesight. Let's see what happens. I think it's going to take a little while to get used to, but we'll see. Yeah. Has we'll there see. been like a stepping adjustment? Like, have you um, been any like weird? No, but the way I turn and look has to be adjusted for now. So you know how I said like there's the stitch on the outside of my eye. So I'm afraid to like, I'm afraid to like pan my eyes back and forth because of that. Cause it hurts even if I look a little bit to the right or a little to the left. So like, I have to kind of like turn my whole head, even when I'm driving. It's a little difficult. Oh, yeah. Um, I just started driving like yesterday. <laughs> um, I have to kind of like turn my whole head just to see because I'm afraid to to mess up my thing and it hurts. That's so, safe? Yes. Okay. 100%. Okay. No doubt about it. All right. All right. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> I was going to say, you can use my car if you need to because it has the. Oh, the yeah. Dash. Fancy. Fancy car. Uh, this is on the dash. I don't know. fancy. <laughs> so fancy. That just has it on the dash as well. It's yeah. not fancy. It's like a hundred dollar upgrade. But, <laughs> so, but, but yeah, it'll be fine. I'm okay. it's already feeling better. So okay. All right, cool. Uh, as long as it's safe. All right. So so I think with with that, you know, we talk about, you know, the the road to recovery, the things that get in the way, but also um, you know, how to set up your kind of setting up your season. Yeah. You know, the best way possible, the optimal way when mm -hmm. not even just when situations happen, but your situation and where you're at in your world of bodybuilding at this point, you know? Absolutely. So a lot of things go into planning shows like some girls 
want just to do a show close to home because maybe they have a family. They can't take three days to travel across the USA to, to do a particular show. Some of them can't get off of work, so they have to do it in that time frame. Some, sometimes it's a financial reason. Sometimes it's just when will the physique get ready? But I think one of the most common things we're seeing is girls really rushing into shows as if there isn't other options, right? And they really tend to stress themselves out trying to get ready for this particular show when maybe they're not quite ready yet. It's one of those things. It's like, could we get you ready? Yeah, we can get you lean enough. But are you going to look your best? Are you going to feel your best? Are you going to perform your best? I think this is all things that we should consider. So the great thing is the MPC uh, show list and the IFBB show at list is out by now. So everyone should have a good idea of what shows they can do possibly. And I think now is the time to really start thinking about how you're going to plan out your shows for success. Yeah. Um, and there's, so there's, let's, we'll go into a couple of scenarios of like, what would be a smart plan for your scenario? So this is what, this is, there's so many, this is such a long one because there's so many different ways of going about it and the thought process about going about it. So you have, let's take your typical bikini competitor who wants to go pro, right? Because that's a lot of, a lot of girls, they like, eventually I want to go pro. Well, you have to look at the road to being a professional athlete. And I will say, guys, you have to face the reality is that this is a professional sport and there's no professional sport you can do and, and go pro just quickly and be good at it. Like it's just, it just takes years to be good at any professional sport. So we have to take that into account. Bikini is no different. It's going to take you, you know, um, maybe before it was a one to two year physique, but now it's like a three to five year physique for the average girl. So it's going to take you some time. So if this is your first year. You have to understand, okay, I'm still looking at maybe three, four more years before I'm even competitive on a national level. And before I'm even getting a first call out, you know, it might take me two more years to get that pro card after that, depending on, you know, how you're progressing and how you look and your genetics, your structure, all that. There are those one-offs, but that's not the, that's not the norm. Um, so you have to look at that and you have to say, okay, so how do I set up my season for success? Knowing that I'm probably not going to be competitive to be a pro for, you know, three years type of thing. Well, if you're not competitive to be a pro for like three years, that means you don't have enough muscle now. So the shows that you're picking now are going to kind of determine how much time do you have building. Um, yes, you can grow. Ashley's proven it. You can grow while you're prepping, but is it the best thing for a newbie? That's different. We had um, we had Sandy on the podcast last week and Sandy was telling Ashley, well, you don't really need to put on much muscle. So it's for her, it makes perfect sense for her to compete as much as she wants because mm -hmm. even Sandy said, hey, you don't need to put on any more muscle. You just don't need to do much different yeah and i think there's also a difference too between like building muscle and refining muscle like a mm. little bit here a little bit there versus like oh gosh we need about 10 pounds of muscle you know what i mean yeah 100 so look at that you know look at that and be honest with yourself yeah if you're within your first couple years of lifting you probably shouldn't do a show every other month you know you should probably do a cluster of shows you know and that's a that's a whole nother thing the the i have a lot of fun with athletes that will come to me and they'll say, I want to go pro eventually. I know I need a couple years, whatever. Um, usually I'll do an assessment. You'll come to me, they'll send me pictures and I'll be like, yeah, you need X amount of pounds of muscle. Um, I think that you'd be competitive next year for a pro card if you did whatever, right? And they'll say, okay, but I want to compete this year. And I say, yeah, it's great. Let's build for eight months and start hitting the end of the year and do like three shows in like a four month period or three month period. Um, and then start and then go right into um, growing again. And then next year at USA, you'll be competitive, whatever, you know, that type of thing. And we'll just have fun with it this year and do as good as we can. Um, maybe you, you can win an NPC show. Maybe you can win your class at an NPC show, whatever. And a lot of times we have, now we have the, the team shows, which are really fun. People are, they're having, you know, now just have fun with it, you know, and, and enjoy it. Don't take it so seriously. Of course, take your prep seriously, but don't take the end result so seriously knowing, Hey, I need three years to build this pro level mm -hmm. physique. Right. So yeah. So, um, make it like a fun thing and, and enjoy it and kind of plan it out accordingly that way. Yeah. And I think too, doing those shows, not only are they fun, but you can also learn from it. And I think those shows do have some importance in the grand scheme of things. So just like you said, maybe you're a competitor, you know, you're not big enough, you know, you need like two more years of growing, I would say you don't necessarily have to wait two years until you're like, like, okay, this is my final form kind of situation because there's a lot of things that you need to work out before, even if your physique was ready to be a pro, there's things you need to work out like posing. Okay. You can pose in front of your iPhone all day. You can pose in front of your coach all day. There is no practice like stage period. 
You know why? Because there's going to be hundreds of eyes looking at you. If you're somebody that gets stage fright, you're going to have it extra tough, (laughs) right? But you need to work out these little minor, minor things. And even then, it's like, I still learn things as well. When I see my pictures from shows, I'll be like, oh, why did I step back in that transition that way? That doesn't look good. Like, okay, learned that. Not going to do it for next time. It's one thing I learned. Um, Maybe you need to test out different suit colors, your hairstyle, um, your tanning. So there's so many things that you can learn just from a local show that although you're not pro card ready, it's not like a waste of a show. But also keep in mind too, it's good to kind of get on stage every once in a while to see how you stack up to see how the posing is changing, to see how the looks are changing. Because this sport, you take a year off, it's like it's like you're in a whole nother world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I took a whole year off, that's how I felt. I took like a, one year off and I felt like, whoa, things have changed so much since I've been off stage for one year. So it's good to kind of keep yourself in that mix to stay current with all the trends to make sure your posing is sharp, to work out those minor details that I just mentioned. So although the physique isn't quite ready, that doesn't mean it's a waste of a show. Because sometimes you'll have those girls that will be like, I don't want to compete until I can get my pro card, till I'm pro card ready. And it's like, I respect that, but it's you never know until you stand next to the girls. Because even yeah. then, it's like you see pictures of girls online but you're not standing next to them. You don't know how you compare. Sometimes it's good just to put yourself out there to see, oh gosh, wow, I'm, I really need to work on this part, body part. Standing next to these girls, oh, I can really see it now. Yeah. So I think it does, it does hold some value. 100%. Like we've even had athletes like that are on the team and I'll look at their pictures and I'm like, man, this girl could be a pro right now. She could be a pro right now. Like she looks awesome, you know? And then I'll look at her stats and I'll be like, man, and then I'll, like talking to one of the coaches about it. I'm like, she's, is she a little smaller than I think she is? Because she looks like a pro right now, but she's 5'5 five, five and 109 pounds. I think this is actually the exact scenario. She's 5'5, five, five, 109 pounds on stage. So she has to be smaller. Like she's, mm-hmm. you know, 5'5. Five, five. Typically as a pro, you're in that 120 range, give or take, you know? So she's 10 pounds to go. Yeah. So she was a little, I was like, is she smaller than she looks? Cause she looks crazy in her pictures but she wasn't competing yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then when she got next to people on stage, I was like, Oh, she, she's definitely smaller than mm. she's put together very well, yeah. but still outsized by everyone. But then, you know, she has a good lighting. She has a good, um, cause you know, she posts that like on Instagram, like shows and are at uh gyms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, uh, she looks crazy good. But then next to everyone like, Oh yeah, you could see she needs, she needs some size. Mm. So you don't know that, you know, and at your gym, everyone's, telling you, oh yeah, you're ready to go pro now. You got tie-ins, you got this, you got that. And then you get next to these girls who are that criteria exactly. And you're like, oh yeah, I do still need some work. You know, And that's a good thing too, is you have two different types of people that are pros that will compete against, um, you compete against you too. And you have the girl who's like, oh, Ashley stealing Olympia spots, right? (laughs) And then you have the girls that I really love are the girls like they they go into it you know and and uh, you know it's anyone's day at anyone's show but a lot of times girls go into those shows who are like you know i know she, they'll be like I, and i know you don't like hearing this but they'll be like i know she's gonna win but i am so excited to get next to her to see what i need to work on to like to see what am i looking like next to someone who's on that top level and and if for them that's like the whole show like they're just excited about that they don't care how they place they're just like i hope i'm next to her in like one of the call outs i just hope i'm next to her in the original comparisons and I can like see what I need to do, you know? And it's so much, there's so much information there and the coaches can use it too. Cause you could like really see, okay, does she look blocky next to a big, to a, a, a bigger girl? Does she look like, or to a more petite girl, or whatever does she, her shoulders wide as, um, in the front pose, like, is she posing right next to her? Is it so like you get all this data and information and it's so useful. So, um, so yeah, you could use that information when you go into the show. So just like Ashley's saying is definitely never a waste. Um, but at the same time, you have to be smart with how many shows you're doing. If you need to put on a lot of muscle, if you're doing show after show after show, and you're still in your first year of lifting, I think you're wasting a lot of that time that could be built, um, spent building instead of you doing like a cluster of shows. Yeah. Clustering is a great option for sure. If your body's able to hang on and some of them can hang on better than others. Like there are, you know, some body types that just seem to get 
super small and stringy. Mm-hmm. Um, the more shows they do, then some of them just looks like the same going into each and every show. So that's something that, again, you're going to learn this if you compete, right? Yeah. So it's more useful information to have. So, you know, even what you just said, like some girls like to to see how they look standing next to me. I like to compete even though I'm already qualified because I'm working out those little details that I yeah. mentioned too. So, you know, I, I've been doing this a while. I've done many shows and I'm still learning each and every time I'm still learning. And it's pretty cool. Cause it's like, you know, trying new things, trying new suits, trying new poses, trying new peak week preparations, you know, even, for example, in Japan, we tried different peak week approach, a lot of mochis, a lot of carbs, <laughs> but it's just like, that was the funnest one. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an easy prep for me. Um, so, you know, there's a lot, a lot of value in that too. And the experience, I think sometimes if you're going to wait three years to compete, just so you're pro card ready quotations, it's like, how motivated are you during that three years? I think it's nice to kind of keep that motivation high. And for me, that's competing. Like the longer I'm away from stage, I do miss it. And I'm just like, ah, and then sometimes it takes me like a few shows to kind of find my flow of the year. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. Like you can't stop me now. I'm going to keep going. So I think that's also something to uh, mention. And the other thing about that is the, the time-based deadline, you know, for people too. So some people need the show to be, more adherent to their diet and to to take the gym more seriously just having that time-based deadline just for some people it's it just changes everything and you know i see this with coaching a lot because i'll have athletes who are you know they look like they're a little stuck or they're moving really slow and then they hit like that magic six weeks out it's like it's always six weeks out four weeks out and then they hit that time frame and if you look if you think about it logically when someone's six weeks out from a show or four weeks out from a show that should be kind of one of the slower times they're responding because they've been dieting already for 10 weeks, 12 weeks. So yeah, the body's going to start slowing at that point, adapting a little bit to the lower calories and, and all that you're doing to it. But what happens a lot of times is they speed up. And I'm like, why are you speeding up? And it's, it's, it's consistent. It's pretty consistent. Not with everyone, but you, you see it happen a lot. And I'm like, oh, you're speeding up because now you know your time-based deadline is running out. You're running out of time. And now you're adhering. You're not having those little nibbles on bites. You're, you're um, doing your cardio hard. You're doing your intensity of your cardio. You're sticking to that 100%, all these little things. And you're like, oh, um, <laughs> I should have been losing two pounds a week, one and a half pounds a week, every single week. And I've only been losing half pound, one pound. And so like those, those things happen, you know, and if you're that person, you gotta be honest with yourself, is picking a show right after Christmas a good idea for you if you know you're not gonna be adherent to your diet during Christmas. Like you got to be, you have to find out how you work and what's best for you. Um, and maybe it is, maybe the scenario of you doing shows all year long is best for you because you can't stick to your diet any other way. I don't recommend that for most people, but if it works for you, great. Ashley's motivation when she's doing shows is higher. Um, it's pretty, it's just pretty, it's a natural thing, I think for everyone. So, um, so yeah, look at that too, with setting up your shows and be honest with yourself on, on those things. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I, I think, you know, I was thinking how, like how my metabolism seemed to have sped up towards the end of the year there and how you just mentioned sometimes it becomes easier. And I'm wondering if like when you get more motivated, everything is easier. Like hard workouts seem like easy cardio. You crave it. You're so motivated, like bring it on. So maybe that's part of it too. It's just like, although you're working harder, you're not realizing it because you're just so in the zone. You're like, You know, I always say motivation is the best pre-workout. You know, when you're motivated, that that workout, you just killed it. Seems like a breeze. It's like, give me another one. I you think know? there was a few factors that happened with you last year. Do you want to, you want me to? Tell me, Adam, tell me all the okay. secrets. I think, I think there's a couple factors and there's one main factor. So let's look at the scenario, right? Because it was, you're, you're, um, Look at the scenario of like how your body was responding before the Olympia and after the Olympia, right? Mm-hmm. And it how things just seemed to like just speed up mm-hmm. right at, right after the Olympia. You're just like eating and no cardio. And it was just like, man, you can't even keep up with this. Not that, you know, your Olympia prep, considering at the end there, it was going pretty smooth though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a crazy hard prep at all. Yeah, but, the, the the year previous was much harder. Mm-hmm. It was an easy one this year. And um, But if you look at, even though you look at that prep before the Olympia versus after Olympia, I mean, it was like, 
I mean, you were like bulking after the Olympia, four shows. Like, it like, <laughs> like you're eating calories, you're not doing any cardio. Uh-huh. I'm like, what's going on right here, right? There was a significant difference. And I, I've thought about it a lot. And I think that there's a few factors. And I think the biggest one was the stress of the Olympia being such a powerful weight, like it a heavy is. weight. It's a heavy weight on me too. So I don't blame I you, you know? It, it feels like I'm carrying a hundred pound backpack <laughs> for eight weeks at least before the Olympia, you know? Oh. Arnold too. And uh, so I can't imagine what you're going through. You know, you're probably carrying the same hundred pounds, but you only weigh 120. You know? So it's like, it's a heavier weight for you, but it's like, man, you know, you got to perform, you got to, you know, you got to be your best. You got to, you know, nothing could go wrong. And so it's like all this stress of it. And that, that does, I think, weigh, weigh on you. Um, and then the other factor was you did really good at the Olympia and you did really good. And I think that that enjoyment and that kind of, um, it went from the stress of doing, I think, good at the Olympia and like the pressure you, we, that's just given at the Olympia to now pressure free. And it kind of doesn't matter how I do here, but I'm, I'm having fun. And you just like, was just like pure ease and enjoyment and love and, and no stress and things just shifted. And you see that a lot with, you know, I've t- always tell that story about like the, the CPAs I worked with who during tax season, they didn't tend not to lose any body fat. This is kind of like, you know, that was like your CPA tax season, right? And you didn't, it just got a little harder. And then after that, it was like a relief and you just, things sped up. So mindset, I mean, it's studied, you know, it has a lot to do with how we, you know, how, how, how long we live, how, uh, if we have, if we have cancers, if we're really stressed and things like that. But, um, so you take that to a lower degree, of course. And yeah, it looks like your body just responded a little better when it was under less stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think that's a very realistic thing to like, look at. Now, it's not like you can say, okay, apply that to next year's Olympia. Just don't be stressed, you know? That's <laughs> not going to work. But it does show you, you know, your situation. And we've seen it time and time again. And you as coaching has probably seen it as well. I have quite a few athletes. And and I have I had one athlete in particular, and she'll know who she is when I say this. She is always tough. Her body is always fighting her. And then she goes on vacation, and it's like the easiest body to work with ever. And then she even recognizes it. She's like, man, this job's, I think this job's killing me. Oh, because yeah. every time I go on vacation, things fly by. Like, they fly by so fast that the, we can't adjust in time where she loses too much weight Oh wow! while on vacation, while having like nibbles, right? Jeez. It doesn't make any sense. I'm talking a hunt, like a smaller, like a shorter girl losing six pounds in two week vacation when she's eating and Whoa. not losing much at all when she's not because when her job gets really stressful. Interesting. Yeah. Like we're fighting for a pound every week and then vacation, six pounds. Is, mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what, how's that happening? You know? So but it just shows you, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that part of it. And, and that's why I think, I do think that the, the, I think is going to have a positive effect on it because your body's going to be working a little bit easier mm. too, but yeah, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I was thinking, Adam, how about this? If I get to 50 wins this year, which is the goal, I'm at 43 right now. Can we upgrade me from a cockroach to a tardigrade? <laughs> to a what? A tardigrade. I don't know what that is. You don't know what a tardigrade is? Does anyone know what that is? I thought it was the brain. <laughs> What's a tardigrade? A water bear. A water bear. They're microscopic beings, the most resilient organism on planet Earth. How did you come up with this? What? A tardigrade. Because I'm not just a bikini. <laughs> a it's tardi- even more resilient. Even even more resilient than we a get, freaking cockroach. Let's let's do it. Let's get a little. Do you, I don't know what do you want to like. Google what a tardigrade is? Yeah, tardigrade. Can you pull it up on the thing? <laughs> you can. Might, I don't know. Let's see your technology skills. Yes, tardigrade. Tardigrade. What is a tardigrade? Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, Look at that. oh, oh! Super cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm insulted. I'm gonna, if I hit fifty. I want to be a tardigrade. What is this thing? (laughs) (laughs) How do I not know about this? I mean, are cockroaches cute? I kind of think they're not as ugly as that. I don't think that, I don't, I think tardigrade's kind of cute. You know, if you squint one eye and close the other in a dim lit room under a microscope. Let's uh, show you guys here. (laughs) They're watching. This is a a tardigrade here. Yeah. That, that will be like my profile I picture. I feel like the face of it is probably cute. Like it's got a little, I looks wonder, like it's got a little note, little snout there. You know, it gets kind of, kind of plump. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so that's like, I've evolved. If I get to 50, I'll evolve to a tardigrade. Okay. Well. The ultimate. The, that's the ultimate 50 organism. is a tardigrade. Okay. So what's the story of, the, of them? <laughs> They're... They're the most resilient okay. organism thing. Okay. All right. But they're microscopic though. But hey, I mean, 
that's the best way to be survive is not being seen. <laughs> All right. So, well, we'll see. Well, let's, let's, let's put that in the comments. A little bit of fan choice. We'll do a fan choice on that. It's a, that's, oh, it's a roll. Someone's like, it's a roly poly. <laughs> no, it's microscopic. It's not one of those. The potato <laughs> bugs? No, it's, it's better than a potato bug. Uh, All the potato bugs are up there. Roly polies. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I'm, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I like the, I like the cockroach. We even got a sign. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out. Shout out. What? Yeah. That sign there, that cockroach, beware of cockroach. That's so funny. There we go. Beware of cockroach. <laughs> so it's, what's really funny is when people don't, um, know where it came from and they're then, like that's so insulting yeah, she's not a cockroach i'm like we'll call her a cockroach yes i am what the heck <laughs> i so, am the cockroach Shush. so for those of you who might not be tuning <laughs> then notice you know, the, the history of that uh the reason she's a cockroach is because well you explain because why because they are very resilient they are ve- they like in- infest right <laughs> they're there to just wreak havoc you can't get rid of them just like you can't get rid of me i'm a pest when I go to shows, it's funny. Can't get rid of me. When I see one, I think of you now, and they're it's so gross. Yeah, I see, I see they're one, crunchy. and I, I think of you now. And I used to think they're just gross, and now I think of it, and I just like laugh because like I think of that view. Uh, they were redoing the plumbing at the house, and there's like you know, if you look at the the camera, mm-hmm. they put down the pipe. There's always a bunch of cockroaches in there. That's where the cockroaches come from. Your plumbing, which I didn't know. What if you just turn on the water though? They 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 just crawl on the top. Wait, do they swim? No, the water's only at the bottom. The pipe's huge. It's like this big. Well, what if you pour water down this? They they just go like this. Yeah, they they're there's all over it. It's crazy how many cockroaches are in your pipe. I, I had to remodel the pipes at the uh at the prep house. Um or at the at the team house, I guess you kind of call it now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they, they had a plumbing issue, so I had to refix those pipes. And I was like seeing all the cameras, I was like, oh, that's where they they're all over there. Now. Well, there you go. I'm hiding in your pipes. <laughs> your pipes ready hiding to in your out, pipes. Ready to steal your oak wall. I'm, I'm in the pipes, just <laughs> ready. Just ready. I'll be showing up unexpectedly, hiding in the pipes. Yeah. So. Look, I'm here. What's up? <laughs> so. But if I'm a tardigrade, I'll be Hiding unseen. The water. Yeah. Unseen. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> this year, this is such a tangent. This year, <laughs> this year, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be a gonna be a lot of shows. There's a lot of travel. I'm excited for it. And international travel. Yep. Oh, after Japan, I'm on a kick. I'm like, oh, I gotta go back. I want to go back and do international shows, obscure shows. Like places you wouldn't expect me to be. That's yeah. where I'll be hiding in your pipes. <laughs> and Japan is someone where you really want to go to. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I haven't been there so long. I want to go back. We have to bring yeah, you back. That would be fun. Yeah. So you're healed by then. Yeah. I, I think I'm 12 weeks. I think I'm 12 weeks. If back. there's one place I want you to come this year, Adam, it's Japan. I'll so if that. I have to save that for one show, because I know you can't travel as freely as me because you have adult responsibilities. Because you're such an adult. You're so important. <laughs> you have a business to run. But anyway, there's one place I want to save you for. It's Japan. Japan would be dope. Yeah, that'd be a fun be a fun spot. It's just a cool place. It's a really, it's a cool. And very, family marts, you know? Yeah, family marts. There's a, <laughs> if you guys have a chance, if you guys have a chance to go to uh, Japan and compete, that is a, probably one of the, the cooler places to go. Out of all the places we've gone, that is probably one of the cooler places, right? Wouldn't you say? Oh, God, yeah. 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 There's been a, quite a few, though. But there's so many international shows this year. Mm. And, you know, what's awesome is a lot of them are after Olympia, too, which I'll be, like, I'll be flying. That's <laughs> so, how I fly. Yeah. Is that it? That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with that, anything else you wanted to cover? And um, we think we have anything we missed on oh, scheduling for success? Know, I would say just look <laughs> Tardigrade. <laughs> I wish they had tardigrade emojis. That would be great. But, um, you know, I would say it's important to listen to your body too, because here's the thing, guys, you may say, Oh, I want to do this show. I want to do it. Don't sign up for it until last minute. I know that sounds like bad advice, but you know, things happen, you know, biceps get torn, eyeballs get poked. So just make sure you don't sign up for anything until you absolutely have to. The show's not going anywhere. If you have to push the show date back, do it. Don't try to rush your body into something it's not ready for, okay? It's okay. Like, I I get it. You might feel like a failure, but don't. You're making a good decision on your own behalf. You didn't sign up for anything. You didn't commit. So I think a lot of times people trap themselves into signing up for a show. Maybe they're not ready. They get, they get the flu for two weeks. It sets them back, you know? 
better safe than sorry. Just wait to sign. And as far as doing show to show, you know, some people look better after it all. Some people look worse. And I think if you're one of those competitors that maybe have a little more body fat to lose anyway, doing cluster shows is even better. Like, let's say you're a muscular competitor, but you're carrying more body fat than a typical competitor would be. You're in a great position. You just keep competing, get leaner and leaner. Yeah. You'll probably look better by the end of it, you know? So it's, it's like one of those things. It's great to set a date, but don't overcommit to something that you're not ready for. I promise you shows are not going anywhere. In fact, there seems to be more popular popping up on the list every single year. So like don't rush into it. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think that's where a lot of girls will trap themselves is they'll start a prep 16 weeks out. They're getting excited and they maybe have too much weight to lose in that 16 weeks. They're like, Oh, I have to lose 30 pounds. Like this is not a dieting contest guys. It's right. a, it's a physique sport. It's not a transformation contest. It's a physique sport. The best physique will win. So you know, if you're 16 weeks out and you got to lose 30 pounds, like maybe signing up for that is just a, you know, it could be a waste of money for you if you can only lose, you know, 18 of them in that 16 week period, because you're asking for a lot there. So wait till the very end, you know, wait till the, the cutoff goes around. There is a cutoff, you know, two weeks before the show is generally when um, show prices, if they go up at all, it generally happens after that two weeks. So wait till like you're closer to the show. No reason that you have to sign up for it. Because I do see a lot of girls will trap themselves, they'll book their hair, their makeup, their tan, the show, they'll book four classes and they're like, you know, thousand dollars in. And um, they're like, well, I have to do the show. I already did it. I'm like, well, why did you do that? You know, why did you do that? So I don't get a lot of my athletes doing, but I'll get people who inquire saying yeah. they already did that. And I'm like, yeah, I can't help you lose 35 pounds in 12 weeks and be ready to be competitive at a show. That's not, it's not a dieting contest, guys. There's only two shows that you need to put in your, I mean, for pros that you need to put in that far head and that's Arnold Olympia. And that's why I didn't put in for Arnold. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I'll be ready by then. So better safe than sorry. I didn't, I didn't apply for the Arnold. Um, so yeah, other than those two and considering you're pro, but other than that, don't, don't rush it. It's okay. Just yeah. when you're a hundred percent sure you're ready to go sign it, turn it in. Yeah. I do think some, that's one thing we, um, that a lot of people do need to get, their head in, over around the sport of is it is not a dieting contest. Yep. Guys. It's not a dieting contest. Even if you get lean enough in that period of time, are you actually ready? We don't know. Yeah. Maybe That's, you don't have enough muscle. Yeah. And the thing is too, is you're not, if you're, if you're dieting down really, really hard, you're not going to look a hundred percent on show day for most people. Cause you have a lot of inflammation built up because of what it took to get you lean in that period of time. So yeah, maybe you're like, yeah, I can, I can lose. I can lose 20 pounds in 16 weeks, no problem. Well, yeah, but what if you don't lose the 20 pounds until peak week? You think your body's going to look 100% and your inflammation's down and your legs look right and you're not, you know, holding a bunch of water. You think your skin's going to retighten at that point and, and look 100% or are you just looking at a number on the scale? Because a lot more goes into this than just pure weight loss. It's not just a dieting contest. So uh, I, I, I try to be very vocal about it and kind of explain that to people. A lot more goes into it than just your stage weight. You could look the same stage weight and be, a completely different look each time. And one thing I'll say too, is that when you see people having huge fluctuations in their, their weight all the time and, and crashing into a show, usually you're going to see huge fluctuations in their placings too. You see that happen all the time. So yeah, so this is something to be aware of, of like, you know, how you're going to schedule your season, also how you're going to schedule your off season, what your limits are going to go up to with how much um, weight you're going to allow yourself to gain in the off season. So all that has to come down with scheduling with your, with your long-term success in mind as a, as a priority. So, um, yeah, so just take that into account. The sport is, the sport is dieting. I'm almost more so than, than lifting weights, you know, the lifting weights, I was saying this the other day, the lifting weights basically creates a demand for the nutrition to go certain places, but the sport is nutrition. And so the sport is constant dieting a, a little bit in the grand scheme of things. It's a little bit of working out a hundred percent constant dieting. Like it's one hour a day lifting, <laughs> 23 hours a day following your nutrition plan. So that is the sport. So that's the thing is I think people get it backwards and they're like, okay, now I'm going to do the sport of dieting. And, um, that's all it is. I just got to diet. I'm already working out. And I'm like, no, it's, it's the sports, not what you think it is. <laughs> you know, it's not a transformation sport. So just take that into account. Um, we did a, a couple little things come up comment wise. Look okay. at this, this, uh, someone here said, I've been brushing up on my German and I woke up randomly in the middle of the night. Like, OMG, Ashley Kotwasser's <laughs> last name is cold water in, in German. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Not warm water. It's cold. That's yeah. the, 
The only two words I know in German. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. That's really oh, wait, cool. nine. nine. No. What does it mean no? to know? Okay. Nine? Yeah, I think it is no. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, we had another question come in uh, that said, uh, are the team shows only for girls on the team? So, yeah, looks, I'll explain that what that is. And that's something that we've done, you know, many times before team shows, but we're really organizing on them now and doing a lot of them in Vegas. So the team shows are basically, um, they are for the team and we want to create a cool environment for the athletes out here. So we have an athlete house now. So the athletes, it's all bikini and wellness, um, can stay at the house. Basically, it's going to be like 10 I mean, it's more than that. It's probably like 12 shows a, a year. They're on the website at teameelitephysique.com. Um, it says team events. And we'll have, uh, has all of our posing seminars up there, guys. And the posing seminars are open to everyone. Open gym is open to everyone on those days. But the team shows, yeah, those are for um, our athletes. You're welcome to do the show too. I don't care if you do it more than Mary are doing the show. But our athletes basically will have like a fun weekend where they can compete. They'll come in and fly in on a Thursday or a Friday. They can stay at the team house. Um, and then they'll come and pose. And it's basically like a mini bikini boot camp. I want them to be ultra prepared. So they'll come in, flying on a Thursday, Friday. I'll pose with them. We'll all pose with them. Whoever the, the coaches are training the athletes that day will be here. Walk them through the posing, walk them through any final questions, go to the show, go to the check-ins. And then after that, hopefully do like a barbecue at the at the house and they have a and pool and all that. Ashley. <laughs> well, you are, you are competing. <laughs> so there's this thing. For some reason, every time I throw a barbecue, Ashley's not there. I'm so, you went to one. You got to one. And it's always my fault for scheduling it like on a weekend of her show or like the weekend she just left. It is so funny. All good. Yeah. But now we'll do it, right? Yeah. We have them all listed. And so, um, yeah, so that'll be happening. It's going to be a fun thing. It makes, the, it makes it more fun. This is a lonely sport, you know? So the more things you guys can do where you meet people and, and, and have fun and go to shows with people and, you know, we can have 10, 15 girls backstage all group and you know, five of our coaches are there and we're all just having a good time and it just makes it more fun. You know, it's a lonely sport. You're in the gym by yourself. And, but this is like, Hey, I'm going here. I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to have Sunday to do whatever I want in Vegas and then fly out on Sunday or Monday. Um, just makes it a fun thing. So it's just something extra we do for our athletes to try to make it just the environment and the fun of competing more cost-effective, more affordable, and then get you more help with top coaches where you're posing and learning all those things and seeing them visually. And then, uh, and then having fun in Vegas. Who's want to come to Vegas? Vegas is dope. You know? Heck yeah. I, I did so much this weekend. My mom was in town. I saw that. Yeah, I did so much with her. And I was like, this is oh, such an awesome yeah. city. It is. We're lucky. We're very lucky. Yeah. My mom was like, you're never going to move from here, huh? And I was like, she's like, you just like to do too much stuff to ever move from here. I said, like, yeah. I said, technically, it would be easier to be a coach on the East Coast because the time zones. But I go to those places and nothing does it for me like Vegas does. Like, I just like doing too much stuff. I, I know you do. You can't sit still. I just love doing stuff. I got to get out. I got to go. If I can, and here it's like, you know, oh, hey, there's a show What's here. What's the there's word a, spry? Spry? I think that means like kind of you're, I think spry means like you're still very like energetic when you're, you're very spry in here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Very spry. You're too spry. I like, I don't like staying at home. Not yeah. You much, can't sit still. You're, you could, you could sit a little more still. A little more still. Not I with competing though. No, yeah, no. I, I, I have my rest days where I just kind of chill out in my pajamas all day. Yeah, I can't do it. I like. Doing I know stuff. you're yeah. very overly productive. Yeah, if I'm not, yeah, it's just that's I got to be doing stuff. Actually, it's funny because I'm down, down with my surgery, um, and I can't lift, so I'm like, I got to do Shoot, something. What are you I was, gonna do? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. So calf raises. I'm gonna. <laughs> I need. I need calf raises are useless on my skinny legs, but <laughs> when I was a bodybuilding. Man, I was like so obsessed. I, no matter what I did, I mean, it was like this the smallest amount of growth, but I was proud of my little Isn't growth. Isn't it the most, like one of the most genetically predispositioned yeah. muscle groups, the yeah. calves? I got skinny joints too. So skinny leg, skinny leg bones. Just my bones are skinny. Yeah. I see that? Yeah, a little bit, but you it's look okay. sturdy. Yeah. You look sturdy. I mean, they hold up in the wind. I stand yeah. straight up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm blown away yet. <laughs> I had one client said that. It was so funny. She was like, Your ankles are so skinny. She's like, How do they hold you up in the wind? <laughs> She was so funny. Oh, I miss her. She's great. I love jokes. Um, mm. But the, um, no, I'm going to, I think I'm going to train. I'm sorry, training some sessions again, like on Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah. Can yeah. you train me? Yes, ah. of course. How yeah. about this? Train me while ever, because you know what? Everyone's going to the freaking Arnold. Yeah. I mean, you're going to go too, but you're not going to go as early as other people. I'm going to feel so left out. Everyone's going to freaking Arnold except for me. 
But I also don't want to go because it's gonna. Be, I'm gonna be salty. I don't want to go to Arnold to look because I'm gonna be very. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. I'm gonna be salty because I'm not there competing. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> even on social media, I'll be like, I don't, don't want to see it. Don't, don't want to see it. I'm missing out on, on the fun. Don't want to see it. Don't want to be a part of it. Don't want to know. No. Yeah. No. So. People don't get people don't get your passion for it. I know. It's they like just hard think for it, me to sit back. Home. Yeah. People don't get it. People don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because. There'll be a show going on where maybe we talked about her doing it and she didn't do it. Um, it was like kind of like an idea that she ended up not doing it. I can guarantee you Saturday when that show is going on, Ashley's like, so text me. I should have done the show. Dang, it looks like so much fun. I should have freaking just <laughs> yeah, did it. Yeah. Yeah. She just loves competing. It was, yeah, it's cool. And hey, you're doing what you love. That's a what a blessing that is, you know, mm -hmm. to be able to do what you love to, at the level that you're doing it. That's life is good. That's pretty cool. That's it's pretty good. cool. Very few people can say that they're living their true passion, you know? Yeah. So yeah. we should train. We'll train. Of course. There yeah. we go. Since you're so eager to train, you can train me. Yeah, with our Sam's going on Tuesday. So that's really early. So yeah, no, we're going to train. And then, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to train because I'll have so much more time. I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do more. Like I was thinking, I was like, what can I do to do more of this? Cause I love, this is like my sport, but I just, run, I'm not, I'm so efficient at it now. You know, like I just, I get done earlier now because I'm just really efficient at it. I was like, maybe I'll do more like um, consults. I'll do more um, like like phone consults, more training. And I live so close to the house now. Like I, I now I get that time back. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. I'm not redoing the houses anymore. They're almost done. I'm like, man, I'm gonna have so much time. Just you wait till I start competing, Adam. Oh, that's true. You're gonna be like, oh, that is true. Ashley keeps telling me. <laughs> I'll give I'll give you something to do. <laughs> that's true. I'll give you something to do. So anyway, I guess with that, is that it? That was that what we got? So that was fun. That was fun. That well, was fun. yeah. Everyone wish Ashley a happy recovery, and uh, and I, I'm really happy that you did that. And and uh, yeah, let's go from yeah. yeah. So I'll be wearing glasses here for about a month or so, so I can wear contacts again. But um, yeah. So that's why I'll be wearing glasses. Yeah. So don't call me four eyes and don't make fun of me. I can't help it. Okay. You rock glasses well though. Yeah. I get a lot of negative opinions on. Do you really? Like. Ashley, I hate your glasses. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, sorry. Anyway, but I think you yeah. look you look smarter. That's I, all. You know, I knew what a tardigrade was. You, yeah, you lose the glasses. That is a multi-syllable obscure word in the English definition. <laughs> you uh, you nailed it. So yeah, <laughs> yes. So anyway, guys, with that and smart Ashley, we will see you guys later.